And the truth is that if you will take exquisite care of your existing clients and really be of service to them, they will bring more clients to you. You will create things for them that matter that will also serve other people. But when the focus becomes creating those things for other people, it's a distraction. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. If you ask me what tool has been the most impactful for my business... I would without a doubt tell you that it's been meditation. Meditating has always been a way for me to get quiet with myself and hear my inner voice who always knows what's best for me. Let's face it. We women entrepreneurs are bombarded with social media feeds, events, and so-called experts telling us what we should do to grow our businesses and have success. But at the end of the day, We each know what the right moves are for us in order to feel truly fulfilled and aligned in our companies. This is why I created the Meditation for Women podcast, so that you can have a powerful tool created with you in mind to help you hear your inner voice, find peace in moments of high anxiety, and let's be honest, we all have that in our businesses, and ultimately take the next best steps in your journey as a woman. So go check it out. Just search for Meditation for Women in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this show right now. And if you love it, subscribe, rate it, and review it. I would love to share this gift of meditation with you as you continue your own beautiful journey. Whitney Bishop is a brilliant business strategist who focuses her genius helping nonprofit leaders. Her company, the Nonprofit Leaders Network, is contracted by nonprofit organizations who are searching for professional development that makes a difference for them. Think team trainings, masterful meetings, strategic planning, retreats, etc. Since the beginning of the year, Whitney has been doing something that would terrify most of us. She's been not going after new clients or implemented any new marketing that would attract new clients. She's just been focusing on giving exquisite care to her current clients. And that paradigm shift has boosted her revenues another $50,000 so far this year. And we're not even done with the year. During this enlightening conversation, Whitney shares why she made this shift to focus on her current clients and how that actually looks. We discuss how being committed to servicing her clients has allowed her to go what I call an inch wide and a mile deep. It's allowed her to be more aware of what her clients' needs are and positions her perfectly to meet those needs. We also discuss what processes and standardizations that she's created that is allowing her to work more efficiently and powerfully with each client. Whitney's decision to stand in her own acre of diamonds, an expression you'll hear the beautiful story behind during this interview, has ultimately allowed her to enjoy her business journey so much more because she's actually focusing on what she loves doing. Enjoy this incredible conversation with Whitney Bishop. (laughs) 
Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. I have been... This podcast is four and a half years old and I feel like I've been waiting four and a half years to have you on this show. So... Welcome. Time is right. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Katie. This of is course. Great. Thank you so much. I've brought you on for a very specific reason and for a very specific topic because I feel like it's one that you have taught me about. I had the pleasure of having you in my mastermind over these past six months since the beginning of 2018. And I have been wowed by how you have taken the concept that we're going to talk about today and really lived it and manifested it for your business. And I think it's a concept that every businesswoman needs to hear. So let's start out with what was the moment when you realized that perhaps going and doing all the marketing needed to attract new clients, new clients, new clients was maybe not necessarily what you needed to focus on, but that you actually needed to focus on the clients you already had? Got it. So one of my great pleasures is being a business strategy coach for my former coach and mastermind group. And I was in actually my mastermind with that group. And she let us, it was the year end. And she gave us a couple of questions to think about. And I had been working so hard and spinning my wheels and was just so excited for this mastermind because I thought I'll really get the clarity I need. And I was all ready to create all of this new stuff going into 2018 was going to be the year of all the new stuff. And she asked the questions, what 20% of the work that you're doing is giving you 80% of the positive results you're getting? And I was like, oh, let me think about that for a minute. Well, it's taking exquisite care of my existing clients. Like... I get referrals and it's when I'm in the zone and it's when it feels easy. And so that was great. I thought, oh, wonderful. So then she asked the second question, which is what is the 20% of the work that you're doing that is giving you 80% of the negative results or no impact results that you're getting? And I laughed, literally laughed out loud and thought, oh my God, it's creating new stuff for new people and new markets and new ways. And (laughs) that's not working for me. But that's, I love that you're highlighting that though, because that's kind of the entrepreneurial method, right? right? What new thing can I offer? What new offer can I make? What, what new way can I be out there in the marketplace? And it literally was just like one of those moments where I cracked myself up and like, I just, it knocked me over the head with, you've got to stop that. This is not where your genius is. Your genius is in context. Your genius is in service. Your genius is in serving those existing clients that you have. And you and I have talked about this a lot. My love for the little story of you're standing in your own acre of diamonds Yeah. Talk about that story for somebody who doesn't know it because it's a beautiful story. It pretty much sums up this what we're going to be talking about. So you're standing in your own acre of diamonds as a little parable or story about being mindful about the gifts that you have right there in front of you. And there was a farmer and he was looking for diamonds and he left his farm and traveled far and wide. And the next person that moved into his farm dug a little deeper and found all of the diamonds were there, right? So he went off in search of what he wanted and he had been sitting on it the whole time. So just really that tendency to want to chase squirrels or be distracted or be um, sort of challenged by somebody else in the marketplace doing something new. And you think, well, I could do that. I need to make noise in that area too. And the truth is that if you will take exquisite care of your existing clients and really be of service to them, they will bring more clients to you. You will create things for them that matter that will also serve other people. But when the focus becomes creating those things for other people, it's a distraction. Mm, 
So when you had that realization, the acting on that feels like it would be really scary because that's what business is, getting new business in, right? That's an entirely different paradigm shift. How did you actually show up to say, oh, I'm going to take exquisite care of my current clients, but OMG, what does that mean for new business coming in? Like, How did you manage that mental shift? So for me, what I realized, I'm a consultant. I work with nonprofit leadership teams, executive directors, and their boards. That's primarily my client base. And I have all of this incredible information about their challenges, their frustrations, their needs, because I'm working with them on a consistent basis over time. Typically, my clients, I'm working with them one to three years over a cycle to help them really elevate what they're doing. And I have all of this information about upcoming events and things that they're doing. And I was mostly focused on the engagements that we were contracted to instead of the in-between stuff where I could be checking in and showing up and creating tools that were helpful and reinforcing and helping them realign with the work that we had done. And when I switched to doing that, instead of giving all of that juiciness away to people who don't even know me and who may or may not be attracted to that, but I felt like my clients deserve this from me. So how can I do this in a way that's of service to my clients? And as a result, I've gotten several new big clients that will continue to bear fruit for years. So I want to get into the actual logistics of that. So the way that you were working with your clients is you were having like over the course of one to three years, you would have actual events, retreats, training programs, in-services, that type of stuff to help them build their leadership team within their nonprofit. Let's say a client comes on. Typically, they're like, okay, we want these three to four to 10 events done with you. So instead of just like, okay, check, 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 doing it all, you were going back to them in those in-between times and saying, what about this? Can I help you with this? Or just staying in relationship as a part of the contract, right? So monthly calls with the leadership team, checking in, how are things going? Giving them tools for realigning with their strategic plan instead of only looking at it once a year or just really being of service to them as a partner, as opposed to trying to turn it into more business. It always resulted in more business. That's what I want to make sure that is heard here, which is like, you did that with the intention of just deepening the relationship, deepening the service, taking, as you say, I love this phrase of yours, taking exquisite care of my clients. How did that then turn around into more business from them? What did that actually look like? So they were appreciative of my connection to and my commitment to their goals. So they would refer me to colleagues or they would say, you know what, I've just realized that there's another member of our leadership team who's struggling with their team. And I wonder if you could have a conversation with them to see what kind of solutions you could come up with for them. So that's an additional engagement within a contract. And I've gotten many referrals, but also this is a great example. I did a work for a nonprofit group who has a local presence, but they're part of a statewide organization and a national organization. So I did a wonderful job for the local group who recommended me to the state group. I met with the state group. They were all about it and asked me to serve seven of their other statewide organizations that needed some support. So this is seven retreats, which is kind of a big deal. And 
they invited me in to do training for all of the executive directors across the state, and I'll be speaking at their fall conference in September. So this is the perfect example of when I take good care of each of these, each of these people have a network of their own, and I will get referrals from these people. And so I don't need to communicate to people I don't know. I need to take care of the people that I have, and they will tell other people, and then I can share the lessons learned with other people as a way of marketing, but not trying to create some target message for a target audience when I'm already working with them, loving them, serving them. And if I want to give this gift back out to the nonprofit sector in a way that allows them to say, oh, wow, look at what she was able to do for that organization, or these are some great things that I could take back to my own organization, that feels like something much better than marketing. I love that for so many reasons, mostly because I feel that I'm going to speak for me and you listening can totally raise your hand if this is you too. I think it is, which is why I'm saying this. Marketing can feel really overwhelming because there are a good handful of people who do it well everywhere. We can often feel really like, oh, that's how we're supposed to be doing marketing. We're supposed to be showing up on LinkedIn. We're supposed to be showing up over here. We're supposed to have this campaign over here. We're supposed to have this group over here. Like It can be really overwhelming, especially when you see people who do it and do it really well. By the way, that's their highlight reel, by the way, versus what you know to be the reality of your business. But all that being said is that I love what you're saying because what it does is it gets really, really clear on strategic marketing that works for your niche, for the solution that you're providing them. Which makes marketing so much easier and more more enjoyable because you're not doing everything for everyone and feeling like you're hustling in order to get the message out there. So I'm curious to know in that process of doing everything and really like, I always envision you sort of like stopping, taking a breath and then like digging in deeper into this great community of clients that you already have. I would imagine in the process of you doing that, you probably recognized, oh wait, I maybe should put some processes around how I'm doing this instead of... (laughs) I do happen to know this intimately because of prior conversations. But I mean, that's kind of what we can run into, which is, oh, this isn't quote unquote real marketing because it's just relationship building, right? When that's actually not the case, it's really like a matter of how can I systemize and regulate how I'm actually deepening these relationships. So what have you learned from that? So I've learned that each client has a different rhythm, but all clients have a similar rhythm. That makes sense. So on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, quarterly basis, depending on who my client is and how they work, I'm showing up. I'm not showing up to ask for money. I'm not showing up to ask for business. I'm showing up to say, what are you celebrating? How have things been going? How have you been integrating what we worked with? What challenges are you bumping into? Tell me about your event. And I show up. So this is another thing that was new was I now show up at all of the events and fundraisers that I can for my clients. Beautiful. Because these guys are in your backyard. They know you. And I get to learn so much more about what they're doing and how I can help them. Are there people I know who might want to be involved with their cause? Like it is just a win-win. Instead of just being their consultant, I'm a member of their community. I'm a giver, right? So I'm a donor. I'm of service to them in lots of different ways. But showing up, for me, context is everything. And to be able to really just stay in relationship based on what I know, how did that difficult conversation go with that client? How did that go? And just checking in and staying in touch and making notes. So when I'm meeting with them, I'm creating some little follow-up points. And that was part of the system that it's time-consuming and yet 
to sit down and try to do marketing copy is also time consuming. And the ROI on that is exactly that question, that 20, 80% that I was looking for. Yes. So what have been the actual results of you sitting in your own acre of diamonds? What have been the actual results that you've had going from ending last year saying, I got to do this new thing and make sure everyone knows about it versus nope, not there to go get more clients, but deepening with current clients? Just off the top of my head without looking at any specific numbers, I'm already at an additional 50,000 this year over what I would have done last year. And that is all either new clients as a result of existing clients or existing clients increasing their contracts and work with me. So developing that relationship, seeing where I can be of service, making an offer of service. What if we develop something internally for you around this to help address this? Oh, that sounds great. What would that look like? Let's play with that. So yeah, already another 50,000. And the truth is, I don't need to do any other... I don't need to make any other big moves between now and the end of the year. My calendar is nice and full. And it gives me time to think about how I'm showing up in service of my clients and how I can leverage the tools that I use with them for other folks in the sector. And now I have time to do that. And that is a more enjoyable flow kind of place for me to be. Creating a toolkit as opposed to generating 15 different blog posts about each one of these tools and like all of the different ways I was thinking about how I needed to do this. It was really develop those tools for your existing clients, not new people. Test them, pilot them, perfect them, really get them clear, find out from your clients what's working and what's not working, and then build on that. And it's been wonderful, really has. Very rewarding. I'd so much rather be about relationship than transaction. So for me, this is exactly the right kind of place to be. Whitney, I wanted to have you on because I feel like who you are and the evolution that you've had over this past year with this is such a beautiful case study for how kind of like our idea of what success should look like does not actually need to be what we think it should look like, right? Like what we're told it should look like. More new clients, more employees, more, more, just more of new stuff. Unfortunately or fortunately, it just is what it is. That's typically what we see out there. And it's what you see in nonprofits too. And what I get to help my clients see is that more fundraising efforts, more events, more dollars, more volunteers, more board members without strategy is just more. Yes. Yes. When they talk about board engagement, our board isn't engaged. We need different board members. We need new board members. And I think, well, what about a different way of meeting? Do they have clarity? Do they know what they're being asked to do? Do they understand how their contribution has an impact? So we start asking these different questions about how to take what's already there and build on it. And I was working with a group a couple of weeks ago and they were talking about adding volunteers and serving children and these different things that they do and throwing up bigger and better numbers. There's consequences to bigger numbers internally. So from a budget standpoint, from a people standpoint, and as we got to talking about that, we said, what if you were to maintain what you're doing, but perfect the systems and processes that are making it work so that you can be scalable, so that you can increase your capacity. But if you don't have systems and processes in place to handle what you're doing now, more is only more. And so really helping people get clear. And that was the, for me, my strategy isn't more, it's better. How can I be of better service? How can I show up in service of these groups? How can I help them expand their capacity? And in return, mine is being expanded. 
I love that. What has been the biggest impact on you and your journey and your experience of growing your business? I'm loving it more. I'm having more fun. I'm being in that creative genius space that I love being in, which is designing experiences for groups that really help them think differently and work differently and show up differently with each other. And that is so much fun to me. And thinking about them, instead of thinking about people I don't know or people I want, I'm thinking about them. And I'm seeing things pop up in the news or on social media. And I'm taking time to say, hey, congratulations. Look at you holding that big check. That's awesome. That's amazing. Or I saw that piece on the news or I saw your ad in the movie theater. And those little things make a difference. They show that I am in relationship. And then being able to go to their event and see them in all their glory. And in some cases where I've helped them elevate their event or their idea of what they're doing, I get to see how they put that in place. And it's just wonderful. It just feels like a giant win-win for everyone because, I mean, how extraordinary is that? Like the person that you're going to pay to help you with something that you need is somebody you already have the relationship with, somebody who's already done good work for you, somebody who's already proved to you that they've got the skills to do it. And somebody who understands what you're doing because they get in it. Yes. And they, and they That's the thing. Yeah. And, and this feels like opposite of growth because it's like, wait a minute, I don't want to get weighed down with the intricacies of my clients, but that's actually where the juice is, right? When, is. I know, when I know the intricacies of my clients, when I know the relationships that they have, when I know the history, what's going on with them, I can be there in service for them. And when they need something that I know that I could offer, boom, I'm right there. It's a no-brainer, right? Yeah. And you encouraged me in one of our sessions to sort of map out my process, especially when I brought up this big client who wanted me to set up seven retreats all of a sudden. And I was like, uh, my system's been really good at onesie twosie. I don't know about getting all these in there. And so I did it. That was part of my accountability homework and really mapping it out and seeing where I can ask for help from my virtual assistant. And like, oh, I really do this thing all the time. All I need to do is change the logo on the thing or do this and, and just give it a glance. And that's something somebody else can do. So really, um, that's been fun too, to realize that I have so many consistent chunks of content and processes and frameworks for events and tools and all of those things eventually will make their way into some sort of a product or a book. But in the meantime, I'm just really trying them out with the people who need them the most who have entrusted me with helping them grow. And that feels like a big win-win. You work in the nonprofit sector... You service those who are in the nonprofit sector. And one would think immediately, like the first thing that comes to mind is like, oh, what do you mean? They don't have budgets. Like I need to do stuff for free for them. Talk to me about that because you're running a damn thriving business and growing business servicing just nonprofit leaders. So tell me a little bit about your thoughts and your experience there. So uh, depending on the size of the nonprofit, most nonprofits have a leadership development budget or a training budget or a wellness budget or something that they can tap into to leverage professional development, leadership development for their organizations. Now, my ideal clients do have a national, regional, and local presence. And those clients do tend to have a budget for those things. And I also work with small organizations that don't have a big budget for it. And what we may do is uh, create short, small engagements over a period of maybe three months to help them get started. And what typically tends to happen is they begin to see the value of it. They begin to think about how do we add this into our budget? But I also have a rule. 
my business is thriving and things are going well, and I run across an organization that really needs some help but don't have the budget, then it's my pleasure to be able to provide some pro bono services for groups like that. But that's no longer my business model. Got right? it. Got it. It's, it's different. And I have, there are so many great resources for nonprofit folks out there and other practitioners who are working at a different level. And I'm happy to connect people when I can. I'm happy to have helpful conversations when I can point them in the direction of resources and let them know that when they're ready, I'll be there. And there really are some of the nonprofits. If you think about the national, regional and local groups, there's a lot of opportunity because those people really need that development so that they can stay mission focused instead of distracted by all of the other things that can distract you when you're in a leadership position. Yeah. And again, I mean, you could just hear in your description how clear you are on who your ideal client is. That took a little while too. Yeah. It does for all of us, right? (laughs) It took a little while too, but then you, after a couple of years, you tend to really figure it out. And I know the groups that I will work well with, and I know the groups that will benefit from longer service and those that are just wanting a transaction or an experience. And so I can, I can make decisions based on my calendar, my availability, my passion, my capacity. So for what's coming up for you in how are you strategically growing using this model that you have found that is beautiful and wonderful and allows you to really have so much joy in your experience, what's the next step for you? What's the next season for you? So right now I am working on developing a, I just, you know, me in domains, right? Like I just busted out there and bought, I could not believe it had not been bought already, but boardmeetingmakeover.com. Love it. So, so this is one of those things that as I already been through probably 30 retreats this year, I've got another 10 or so on the books for this year and just sort of really collecting my, what I know to be true about the tools and frameworks that help people meet differently and have greater impact. And so I'm working on a little toolkit and a little website that has some free resources people can download and use to make over their board meetings. And, and that feels like a perfect balance between new and just elevating what I've already been doing for all of this time, but really getting it sort of captured and having a process that I can share with people and that I can leverage in my own work. Yeah. So I'm not constantly going like, what do I feel like doing today? Right. <laughs> that darn systemizing of everything, right? Like actually it doing... really has helped. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can make small tweaks as I need to, depending on the organization and everybody has different language and acronyms. And, and so I can make those slight adjustments. But in general, I really believe because I showed up for my existing clients, I began to be able to pay attention to what I was doing yes. instead of preparing for it, delivering it, doing a little mini evaluation, like, well, that went well, or I would change that. And then moving on to the next thing, I'm really staying in it and with it and giving it some space. Love it. Whitney, thank you so much for being here and for sharing your wisdom. I think it is so pertinent and so helpful and so practical. Literally, if you are sitting here listening to this and you're thinking... How do I get my next client? How do I get my next client? (laughs) Literally ask yourself those two questions that Whitney's coach asked her in the beginning or at the end of last year and try diving deeper into the clients that you're already servicing and how can you show up and give them exquisite care. So thank you for being such a great example of that, Whitney. Oh, my pleasure, Katie. Thank you. Great to be here with you. Today's show is brought to you by ActiveCampaign, the only email marketing system you'll ever need. 
After nine years with the same email marketing provider that I was really, really not happy with, I was desperately searching for one that was simple, easy to manage, and affordable. ActiveCampaign easily stood out above the rest, and I have been ridiculously happy with them ever since I made the switch. Emailing my community and creating automation series for special resources has never been so simple. Whether you're ready to start your first email marketing setup or you are searching for a new provider, I highly recommend ActiveCampaign. Go check them out at bizwomenrock.com forward slash AC. That's for ActiveCampaign. bizwomenrock.com forward slash AC. AC.